0: Yo, yo, if I said it, then I meant it. There's life and death inside of the tongue, sharper than a two-edged sword. Which side do you want? Big dog, Christ-blooded. Yo, you probably your run. When we touch down, we kicking it. You probably your putt. It's real. Look, look, this your boy Jarrell Golden, man, CEO of Imago Day Records, and I'm chilling with MTMV Sports, and I suggest that you keep it locked. 48 coming soon, too. Be
1: ready. Young man, humble. You about to go into it? <laughs> All right.
2: Of course.
1: All right, cool. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. Here with your boy QH right now. I got Egger right beside me. Egger, tell the people what's
0: good. Let's get into these controversial NBA topics. we got a lot of heat coming from a man Steve and from a man Black, two of our guests today on the Q&E Podcast. Y'all introduce yourselves. Steve, you go first.
3: Uh, what's going on, everybody? I'm Steve, uh, the co-founder of Blue Collar Media Group, who proudly hosts the Q&E Podcast. Yes, sir. First time being there. Happy to be on with these boys. Yes, sir. And we also got my man
1: Larry Williams back in a couple of movie reviews
2: a couple of months back. Yeah. Black say what's good. Hey, what's good with y'all? It's your boy Larry Williams, aka Black, aka Wavy and Lit. Appreciate y'all boys for having me back on the podcast.
0: Okay, that's better. Okay. Yes, sir.
2: So in this podcast, we just
1: talking, we're talking about the hard timeless. A couple of all-time lists came out this week. They were real controversial. We're going to dive into that. We're going to talk about a couple of who was the best big three, the top three big threes. And we also are going to dive into the top five position rankings for NBA as well. Mm-hmm. So, since Steve is here, and I know he got a lot of figures that came out about the
0: the all-time list. They ranked NBA players of all time. I think it was like three or four days ago, if I'm not mistaken. And a lot of people uh, including Quincy and Steve
3: had some problems with the top five alone, not even including the whole top ten. So, give us your take on how disrespectful you think that top ten was. Uh, well, it's like, I don't know, Bill Russell, I'm, I'm a Celtics fan, Bill Russell in the top five. Crazy. So, he, the, the, I know the eleven championships, I mean, I'm a Celtics fan. I I count those championships, but it's still, I mean, it's and it was a different game then. Like the '60s was different than now. There's, it's, but a lot of other players. And I mean, I they have they had Larry Bird behind him. I would, I, I, to be honest, my top five all time goes one Jordan. I, I don't think there's really much of a debate for LeBron at, over Jordan. Uh, to be honest with you, Ooh. no, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. He, he. I don't know. What what does he have to do? What
1: What does he have to do for you to get to number one? What does he have to do for you? More rings? What does he have to do?
3: Yeah, he'd need more rings. I I don't know if he still has time to surpass Jordan. Because, like, to be honest, the whole jumping around to different teams and joining up with all these different superstars and forming these super teams and then not even finishing half the time, kind of like. Oh, it kind of mm. throws me off. Are so you taking like, that away from him. Yeah, like, yo, th- think about that that final series against the Mavericks mm-hmm. in 2011. Jordan's Bulls, I think, walk all over that team, and I love that 2011 Mavericks team. Yeah. I, I, I think, like, the 96, 97 Bulls walk all over that fucking team. And, I mean, dude, the, I don't even remember what, like, LeBron averaged for the series. But it was horrible. it wasn't good. Yeah. They he, had while, he, he had that game where he had, even like, even eight, eight points. Before. Yeah. Yeah, he had, like, eight points in one game. Like, come on, man. And was the, were the Heat his team? Not at oh, that time, that no. D-Wade's it wasn't his team, team at that time. That,
0: that year, that year no. They weren't. That year, no.
1: And trust me, I'm the biggest D-Wade advocate, biggest D-Wade fan, so I say it all the time. That was D-Wade's finals MVP. He had it right there. If LeBron just showed up, that was D-Wade's MVP, bro. But it's crazy that you take that player mobility away from him. A lot of people build that on LeBron's legacy, especially what's come after that. And he started a real player mobility movement. So you take that away from him still?
3: Yeah, I I appreciate more of a guy who stays in the one spot and works to, like, Mm -hmm. improve his spot. And then, like, LeBron kind of, like, picked and choosed.
0: But he didn't start picking and and choosing until after years of just sticking with – terrible front office. It was like yeah, he, where he had to choose his own career or just sticking with the same franchise and doing the same old, same old. So yeah,
3: basically like the Celtics the were beating him up. So he was like, Hey, I'm gonna go join up with T Wade. No, nah, nah, don't, don't don't do that. Nah. Don't do that. Hey, That's Black, we going to get your opinion in there. Black, we going
1: to get your opinion. How do you feel about LeBron and how player mobility has affected his legacy? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad do, thing for him?
0: And do you charge it against uh, leaving the first time? Like, do you charge that against him? Or do you charge him leaving Miami and then leaving?
2: Uh, I charge all of it. I charge it all in the negative aspect because, just like you said, I mean, for the people that stay in one spot and win it, Win the chips, or they say, Hey, we're either gonna win with my team or we're gonna lose with my team, but I'm not leaving. Whether or not the organization was shitty, I mean, you gotta look at it. Kobe stayed with this team even when this team didn't win. Jordan, but he wanted to get out though at the same time, bro. he
1: wanted to get traded at the same time. He was asking for a he
2: trade, did, but, but he he just didn't it. trade him. They didn't trade him, and then he still stayed. He could have left, also, Phil Jackson. Him. He could've I mean there's a lot of opportunities to leave. You don't have to sign an extension. You don't have to renegotiate. He can say, Hey, nah, screw y'all, I'm out. I wanted to be traded. I wanted to be gone. Y'all didn't do it. This is my time to leave. But he didn't. And LeBron had the opportunity to leave and almost every time he's had the opportunity to leave, he's done it.
3: Back, back, Go. He wouldn't have gone back to Cleveland if they didn't have Kyrie if they didn't have Kyrie already there. I agree that. Like if he, and then and then he got the new sign Kevin Love. LeBron comes in, man. He's just like the GM of a team. Oh yeah. Like the 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 the, the 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 Lakers literally just trade away their entire future to get Anthony Davis on a one-year contract.
1: But what? Are, but what are they saying right now? What are people saying right now? They got him as the favorites in the in the West. It, it looks like a <laughs> oh good yeah, trade. no, I
3: know they do. No, it's so many resigns. <laughs> but can you blame favorite I mean, the I mean, the way I look at. it.
0: The the way I look at the player mobility, I feel like it's a good thing. There's there's pros and cons to it. The pros that I see from the player mobility is that we get it. LeBron is the first person to just want to leave a team, but he's the one who elevated it to the point where players, like, really put their career and their destiny in their own hands when it comes to their NBA careers. And I feel like that's where the pro comes because LeBron didn't just – leave Miami to go back to Cleveland just because Kyrie was there. Granted, that is a huge reason why he went there. But he also went back because he's like, I owe that city something. You know, it was bigger than just Kyrie's there and I could just build a team. He was like, I want to try and win my city a championship now that I know how it feels to be a champion, I just feel he not only wanted to go back to Cleveland just because Kyrie got there, but also just to win the championship for his home city now that he know since he knew how to, it felt to be a champion you know after winning with Miami and then the whole going to LA thing he along with D-Wade and the rest of the Banana Boat crew like they always talked about playing for the the legacy teams of the NBA you know he said that even with uh with D-Wade remember on um, the last time they played each other yeah. in LA he was like man Remember, we always talked about it, somehow, some way, it was all going in here, and blah, 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 and everything. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just they have it. Braun has it so mapped out, like how he wants his career to go. I feel like that's why it's a good thing because he showed other players you can do it the same way. You can be the GM but, and and the player at the same time. So.
2: so I feel you on that. But the part that you know, I, I can I'm all for players just trying to decide. Hey, I want to do this with my career. Because I know that the NBA is a business. So, you know, I get that. I'm all for that. But on the flip side of that, you can't go out and stay, go to a place and say, I'm going to win and I'm going to do this, this, and this with this team. And then you leave after two seasons. Hey, I, we're not going to win, not three. We're not going to win four. We're not going to win five. We're not going to win six. You know, we're gonna certain, But circumstances had,
1: had 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 changed. Circumstances. D. Wade was getting old and was breaking well, down. It was like eh. I, I do agree, but that's, but that's,
2: have that's said all you that. you have to take into perspective. You have to take into perspective, father time, and all these aspects before you go out and make promises and guarantees like that.
0: that that's what I'm saying. Brian shouldn't have said all that. He was like, "Not fine." not said, not "I was like, whoa, calm down, calm down." Like, win one first, and then like, and then you can stop saying that. So, I will say he shouldn't have said all that when he first got there and they did the big three introduction and all that. I was like, whoa, LeBron trip!"
1: Yeah, bro, that's crazy. So, let's dive back into the top five. Black, who is your top five? We lost Steve. So, who is your top five of the all time? Top all time.
2: Uh, my top five all time. Um, of course, I'm going to go Jordan at number one. I'm going Kobe at number two just because of the certain aspects that I have with LeBron. Yeah, I know up until last couple years I was just the biggest LeBron hater I say it myself yeah you know after after watching him you know you gotta you gotta respect what he's done regardless of what opinions you have for him outside of basketball whether or not you like him you gotta respect what the man's done on the court so I have LeBron at number three I have Magic at number four uh simply because Magic played every position at some point he he did what needed he wasn't just the okay he was a great point guard, or he was a great big man. There was times where Magic lined up at the three, Magic lined up at the four, Magic lined up at the two. Center. He played. at center in that one finals. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So he, uh, in terms of, that's where I, the greatest of all time conversation, of all time, he played every position. That's why I have him at the four. And I have Shaq at the five, because for majority of career, I have Shaq being. Unstoppable. Of, there's nobody that if you put them on a one-on-one in a scoring position where you need a bucket, that
1: mm-hmm. I don't see a whole lot of
2: people being able to simply be able to say, "All right, I'm going to lock him down. He's not going to score me." So I have Shaq at the five. Yeah. See, I agree with you with Shaq. I Actually, damn do do we agree on the whole top five?
0: I was thinking the well, same I, thing. I, was, I don't, I don't know. I mind, know. I mind different. mind different.
1: I think I got Braun one, Jordan two. Just off, just the overall player, I want Braun. Just from the overall, how he can do literally everything on the court. The passing, everything. I know Jordan had the defense. He can score, all that. But just the passing and the playmaking skills just are unmatched when it comes to Brian James. And if I had to build a team around anybody, Brian James is definitely my first pick. Uh, so I got bron Jordan. Damn. I'm going to go Magic at three, honestly. i would go Magic at three. Damn. Kobe might be four. It's either Kobe... Uh, Tim Duncan. I got a weird infatuation with Tim Duncan, bro. I, don't, I feel like he does not yeah, get enough you, credit. Bro. Not wrong I have Timmy at the sixth.
2: Yeah, not I, got
1: a, I got a weird infatuation when it comes to Timmy because I feel like he doesn't get it. He has five championships Yeah, and was the best player on him. I want to say five or four of them. Four of the five, he was the best player. So it's like he doesn't get enough credit for what he does in front of the game of basketball, bro. So I would probably have Timmy at four and I would have Shaq at five, bro. And I don't think I have Kobe in my top six or in my top five. And people will look at me crazy, especially nowadays. I don't know if it's because he died or what, but I feel like a lot of people are starting to come into this mentality of if Kobe isn't in your top five, or oh, your top five is invalid or anything like that. I feel like a lot of people are starting to talk like that nowadays.
0: I, I definitely feel like the death of Kobe, as sad as it was, does play a part in how people it look does. at you with your top five now. It because does. it's like if you don't include him, it's like you hating. That's, exactly. That's not what it is. And it's not
1: Kobe six. Kobe like, six. That's not what
0: it is. He's a top ten player anything below six, then okay, then you reach it. To mm-hmm. me, then you reach it. Yeah. But if you you can definitely build a solid case on why he's not in the top five. But my top five, I got Braun at one, just because of Quincy said, you know, you can put him anywhere on the floor. He will make the best play possible happen, whether he has the ball in his hands or not. And then I just love everything around his career, what he's done to maintain himself from high school to where he is now. So that's why I got Bron at one. I got Jordan at two. At three, I probably – I put, Kareem. Kareem, I put at three. Kareem. I put Kareem. I put Kareem. I'm at not three.
1: even mad at
0: that, bro. When I see Kareem at three, I was not mad at that. At that. I, I put Kareem at three. At four, mm. I know Shaq going to be five. But at four, I'll put Kobe. Kobe I'll put at Kobe four. at four.
2: Kobe at four. So I'm at that.
0: Jordan, Kareem, Kobe, Shaq.
1: But Black, you really surprised me, though, bro. I thought you were going to have Larry Bird in your top five, man. You really surprised <laughs> me with that. I know you like the great.
2: Surprisingly, surprisingly, I have Larry Bird at eight. You have it at eight? I love Larry the have- Who I Who is six and, and seven? DeGerr.
0: Who is six and seven for you?
2: Uh, I still have Kareem. And I have Tim Duncan ahead the of them.
1: Okay, I mean, Tim Duncan, yeah. But Bill Russell is—we all agree. Bill Russell is he even top ten? Is Bill Russell no, even top ten?
0: No, not
1: top ten. No, maybe ten, maybe ten. I have him at
2: ten.
0: At somebody my dad's age would probably be like, "You're crazy for not putting Bill Russell in the top 10. Because my dad seen players like Bill Russell, Julius Urban, all of them play and everything. So they, their their opinion is gonna be way yeah. different. But I feel like even even people like. My dad's age should be able to understand that. Now, athletes now—it's a lot of athletes nowadays who can run circles around.
1: Bill running Russell. laps, like, bro. Running, and I want to talk about this because a lot. I seen this one picture that it had—it was comparing Bob Cousy to Russell Westbrook. Why is that even a comparison, bro? <laughs> Westbrook is running laps around Bob Cousy. <laughs> I don't care how many players he has named after him. Russell Westbrook is running laps, stealing everything that man Cousy dribbles. Dunking over him, all that man, it shouldn't even be a comparison. And I also seen another question, and Black, I want you to chime in on this because me and you, you know what I'm saying, we, we go back and forth in the DNs, we throw our little mellow shots, but we still respect Mellow at the end of the day. But I seen something, a tweet today that says, Is Mellow even a top 50 player?
0: Oh, that's just y'all know how I am with Mellow, and even I gotta say, come, come on now, top 50, you're just being disrespectful,
2: exactly, Black, bro.
0: So, Black, what's your piece on that? Uh, I
2: think when people Think of Melo nowadays. They think of how Melo is now, and a lot of the young kids and the younger generation that didn't grow up watching Melo and you know watching the greatness of Melo early on and his prime. Uh-huh. and only seeing like the back end of the Knicks and how he turned down to go to a better team to take more money, and you know as his field goal percentage started to dip, and then him getting out of the league and not being able to find the team until that point where the real the NBA started to change when Steph changed the game. Uh, I think that's what people are looking at now. So they're like, oh, well, based on what he's done the last couple of years, there's no way in the world Melo is top 50. But if you go back and you look at, you know, everything that Melo has done, not just with the Nuggets, not just with the Knicks, but being on Team USA and, you know, leading that team and being a mentor and just the way that this man approached the game, that easily puts him in the top 50. Uh, I can argue top 30, honestly. Uh, Mellow's running... Melo's running laps around definitely Bill laps. Russell. He's running laps yeah. around Bill Russell. Russell. <laughs> he's laps all
1: them, Mark Price. Who Who in the top three, bro? All them <laughs> old, all them <laughs> old players, bro. I'm telling you, all those old players, you he's running laps. Bob Damn, Cousy, them, Sam, everybody on them. Jerry, Jerry West. West, Jerry, Jerry West. West. <laughs> he's running laps around Jerry West. I'm telling you, Melo better than all of them. And
0: one thing I want to say, I like how you brought up on um, Steph Curry and your point just then. Steph Curry has a possibility to be a top-ten player if he wins one or two more championships. If Steph Curry can get four or five championships added to his name, he's going to be considered a top-ten player of all time because he's already considered, uh, the, he already considered the greatest shooter of all time and one of the top-ten point guards of all time. So if he adds one or two more championships, how can you not put him in the top-ten greatest players of all time, period? Black even if uh, even if you put him at ten, he's gonna build an argument to be. I can, I, can I, can I can agree with you. I can agree with
2: you. I can agree with you. The reason I'll play devil's advocate here and say the reason, even if he wins two more, why he wouldn't be there because everybody else that are in that top ten can play defense, and Steph is not the greatest defender. I mean,
0: he's and not there's not one the thing to
2: go player. out. He's, he's not a good enough to not be in the top ten. His offense speaks for itself. His numbers speak for itself. But you have to look at it on the flip side: what does it mean if, all right, Steph has dropped sixty, but his opponent has dropped fifty-eight and ten?
1: Nah, people ain't doing. Uh, people ain't doing that. that. No, doing I that. mean, that. nobody <laughs>
2: No, Do now, nobody's dropping fifty. Nobody's dropping fifty-eight and ten on you know Steph. Like, like that's a bit of a dramatic thing. But if you're giving up, you know. Half as many points as you're dropping, and they're driving past you, they're setting up players because you can't stay in front of your man.
0: So, like, Steph's Steph, just kind of like 45 and 10, and he'll guard somebody that drops 27 and
2: 8. No, this is my point. though. Steph, this... Steph's never dropped 45 and 10. So I'm, I'm, I'm just not saying, I mean, I
0: think he has. Are you disrespecting right now? Are you disrespecting
2: right now? You're disrespecting. Steph definitely put for 40. Years. I'm almost willing to bet money that he's never put 45 and 10 on anybody. Okay, maybe not the
0: exact number, but I, I
2: won't say I, I will 40 plus double digits success, I don't think he's done that.
1: I think once? Yes. At least once I out of his whole that. career. But this something, but this is something I want to throw at you, though. Because I don't I don't even see that as a, a good argument because. He doesn't guard the point guard or somebody that's going against him. I think Klay always guards the, the best guard on that team. And he usually holds them down to a good, you know what I'm saying, good day. Nine outside. times out
0: of ten, Steph is mismatched with whatever he's, whoever yeah, he's guarding like defensively. He's, and he's
1: a good team defender. And he's guarding somebody who's probably not even on his level. Not on his, on his level at all.
0: I've seen him and plenty of times court. where he should have been guarding Kyrie, but he was guarding Kyrie. Exactly. Brock.
1: They got Klay guarding Kyrie. So it's like you can say it's his team that helps him in this scenario. Like one-on-one, if he didn't have Clay Thompson, I would get your argument. If he didn't have Clay Thompson, he probably would be getting run around 40. And he would be having 40 and somebody else would be having 40. But Clay Thompson really covers up for him pretty well when it comes to that. So you can say his – He thing. was
2: also getting dropped off by Fred Van Bleet. I
1: mean, bro, that's the that's one time thing, though, man. We ain't gonna say Fred was eating him up. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: We ain't gonna say Fred was
2: eating him up. He had a good series. No lie. Fred had a good he series. He ate him up in the finals. It's mean. one thing to get eaten up in the regular season, but in the finals, your defense has to be top tier. You can't just be But who, okay who did he have, though, bro? Who
1: didn't he have? Clay Thompson wasn't there. And that's
2: what hey, I said. Is dude, that is that an sense for him homers. not playing good defense? Yes. Yeah. One,
1: one, right. <laughs> one on one defense? <laughs> no. One on one defense? Clay, not Clay, but. Steph is not a good one-on-one defender. He's not. But a good help defender, good team defender, yes, bro. He can't guard the uh, point guard. He can't guard Kyrie one-on-one. No. But a team defender, I think he is. I'm
2: telling you, Clay bro. covers up. But, his, but that uh, argument changes from person to person. Because if you can say that argument for Steph, but if you flip that argument on any other player that's – any other great player that's been in the finals, then it's like, no, that's unacceptable. If you put that situation on – Kevin Durant and say, oh no, Kevin wasn't playing good defense because he didn't have Seth. He wasn't playing good defense because he didn't have Clay. LeBron didn't play good defense because he didn't have D Wade in that series. Then the whole argument shifts because it's like, nah, you should you just named you two this players play. who are above
0: 6'8.
1: It's a tough argument. I, I, see your, uh, I see your point, but it's a tough argument at the end of the day. It's tough. I think Steph could end up getting in the top 10. So you I'm don't think he you, can get in the top 10 at all. Right now, you can make a case. Oh, no, of...
2: I believe it. Or oh, you think he can? I, I think he can. I'm not saying he can. I was just playing devil's advocate. I believe Steph's going to end up in the top 10. I think he is. That's too.
0: what I'm saying. All he needs is one, maybe two more chips, and he's in there automatically.
1: But, but this is somebody who I want to talk about as well, because I don't think he gets enough credit um, in today's NBA and today's culture. Alan Iverson, bro. He's oh, somebody yeah. that becomes forgotten when we talk about players nowadays. He's top
0: 25. For me, he's top 25. He's he higher did. than that. When you look no, at no, I'm just saying, Yeah, I what I'm saying yeah, like yeah.
1: when you look at top 20s, 20, top 25, they don't even have AI up there. And yeah. he changed the culture of this whole NBA thing. He made a lot of people want to play basketball. And I
0: tell people that a lot of times, it's more than just your skill that gets you placed in these numbered positions. Like it's really your skills. What did you do to change the game? What did you do to change the culture? Like, how were you as a leader? I feel like all of that gets taken into consideration when they do all time. So, to keep Allen Iverson out of the top 20 or 25, that's just disrespectful. Same thing with Melo, keeping him out of the top 50. Like, that's just disrespectful. So, how do
1: you feel about Allen Iverson not getting the credit I feel like he deserves in today's culture? Uh,
2: so, first off, just right off the bat, I have to say that's extremely disrespectful to me. Um. Not, not even to mention that he went to the finals with By who? himself. Matumbo. I mean, that was it. I, I, for the casual fan, without Google, without NBA.com, if you can name that starting five that he took to that finals, a, hey, all props to you. But to think of, I can say, at least in my lifetime, I've only seen four or five people legit change the game of basketball, and he was one of them. There has been a lot of people that has made an impact on the game that has made the game shift, into some areas that without them it would have never shifted. But in terms of changing the way the game of basketball has been played, the way Steph did, the way LeBron did, the way that Kobe did, you have to throw Allen Iverson into that. He made people play zone defense. He's one of the reasons a lot of these Box of young point guards, young guards, have the handles that they have because they grew up watching his highlights, how he was shifting people, breaking them down. So without Allen Iverson, this game looks completely different than it would have been. He really brought the
0: hip-hop element into basketball, too, and he brought that culture change of players really being tatted, players playing with corn. This man got his hair braided. At the game on the bench, like he <laughs> really brought the hip hop culture into the league,
1: and right? not even that, bro. The fact that it wasn't, it wouldn't be as many small guards in the league if it wasn't for Allen Iverson. I think that's the bigger effect. Like we wouldn't get the Isaiah Thomas's the small Isaiah Thomases from the the Celtics years. The, who else is another small guard? Uh,
2: um, I can't even. I mean, you got to. You got to trade Trey We
1: probably we wouldn't see a Trey Yarns right. in today's yeah. NBA if it wasn't for Allen Iverson coming in and having the impact that he had. So when I don't see him in when I don't see him in top twenties, it's like, man, you taking a shot at the impact. You forget about the old AI when he was with the Sixers carrying the C P three to CP three, yeah, six foot guards like having that impact, bro. He paved the way for a lot of these players, bro. And I just don't feel like he has gets enough credit that he deserves, bro.
2: Cause ugh. who you got? R- Oscar Robinson and Al Iverson? I didn't watch Oscar Robinson. So mm-hmm. just based off plays that I have seen, I I'm I'm biased to that. So I have to take Allen Iverson. If I was older and I got to really watch Oscar Robinson the way I got to watch Allen Iverson, that's a different conversation. But I only watched AI, so I'm taking that. I feel
0: like even even with me seeing highlights of Oscar Robinson, I probably would just still be biased and pick AI. But Oscar Robinson is definitely top twenty. Mm-hmm.
1: Look at that! I don't even think he's in top twenty five, bro. He's not.
0: It go through 40 on that
1: one. So they got D-Wade at 26. Oh, this is the ESPN rating list. So let me let me read through the top 10 for the ESPN rating list. That's what we started off saying. Go with the top 10. Top 10. Let me get it. The top 10 it was it right out. there. All right. Let me say that. Let me read the top 10. Cause it was blasting. Yeah. It came out in the middle of the week. And we just couldn't believe it. So number one was Michael Jordan, no argument. Two was Bron. no argument. Kareem was three, no argument at all. But number four was Bill Russell. Uh, Steve just came on. We talked about that. Magic Johnson five, no argument. Wilt Chamberlain, Chamberlain six. You, 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 you rocking with that?
0: I can't, I can't deny it. I probably, I probably wouldn't put him at six, but he I'll find a way to squeeze him in my top ten. Maybe top 15. But Wilt, I, I got to respect Wilt. Only man to drop triple-digit points in the game.
2: So. Black, you got a problem with Wilt at six? I can't deny him six, but I'm not giving him six. That's what
0: yeah. I'm saying. I can't deny it, but I personally wouldn't give it to him. Okay.
1: So we got Larry Bird at seven. I don't have no problem because he carried the NBA. Him and and Magic in the 80s carried the NBA, so he definitely has to get that credit. Tim Duncan at eight. I think he should be a little bit higher, but I'll let it rock. You got Kobe at nine, and that's where a lot of the heat came from uh, this week. Kobe at nine, and you got Shaq at 10, and, I think he was in all of our top five. He was, a,
0: he was in all of our top five. He was, he was in, five? in Steve's, too, but yes. he didn't get to give his. Yeah. yeah, he
1: was in Steve's top five. So everybody got Shaq top five. They got him at 10. Like, yes, but ESPN does this to start a debate. Yeah. I don't think they truly believe this is the top five and top 10. I need
0: to figure out who made that list at ESPN, because I know one person made it. I know this was not a roundtable oh, discussion. No, no, I'm pretty no. sure one person made this list.
1: Of course not. It's, it's straight blessed Some intern made it. You know what I'm saying? up, Writing up a paper or whatever. Do, 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 do.
0: Somebody gave him an <laughs> article for the day. He was like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me, call, let me call the stir. Let me, let me <laughs> stop the cult. <laughs> let me call the yeah, 11 through
0: 40.
1: You got it? 11 through
0: 40? Yeah. That was one, that was the one that was oh, d okay. was 26.
1: Okay. So you had D-Way that, whoa, Isaiah Thomas 31. Behind Steve Nash,
0: they keep disrespecting. That's where I have this is where I
1: have a problem, bro. Black, I know you love Steve Nash, but this is a, but this is a huge problem right here. He,
0: Isaiah, already, he wasn't on the
1: dream team. Exactly, Isaiah. Oh my god. I rock with Steve. <laughs> I really do rock with Steve, bro. But he should not be above Isaiah. Give your take. I know you feel away. Ooh. I know Ooh. you feel away, bro. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm gonna disagree with you there. Yeah, going to disagree. I love me, from Steve Nash. You can I hit 30 players Steve better Nash. than Isaiah Thomas. You can like I'm talking 30 players better, you or, play or players. I'm talking Steve Nash, or no. I'm, t- I'm just saying. I'm just
1: saying Steve Nash. I'm saying Steve Nash or Isaiah. Who you got? Because I know
2: you like Steve. Uh, I'm taking Steve Nash because Steve Nash, in my opinion, has impacted the game and future point guards more than Isaiah Thomas has. Mm.
0: That I will agree with. I would agree. With well, you. you agree? I agree. I
1: agree. I don't know, bro. He he. Go, this it goes back to my point of small guards, bro. Isaiah Thomas was another one of those pioneers that got the small guards into the NBA. And do we have a Steve without an Isaiah? It's like, damn. Steve got the two. Steve got the two MVPs. I give him that. I think those were well deserved MVPs. Damn, he don't got the rings to show for it though, and Isaiah has the rings. So, you still taking it? Isaiah was in
2: there. Yes, because if Steve Nash was in the West and he went against, I would say the West is for majority of at least the time that I've seen, and plus that comes into the I saw Steve Nash and I didn't see Isaiah Thomas bias. I saw Steve Nash go up against Kobe. I saw him go up against Tim Duncan. I saw him go up against all these tough Western teams and win MVPs over people that. You know, had ridiculously great seasons. Like, he had – he won a, uh, the MVP yeah. over Kobe. That had better numbers than him <laughs> Hey, season.
1: I'm going to let you rock, bro, because i just seen something I had an even bigger problem with. I see – I it's Giannis. I see Giannis top 30 right now.
0: He's, one,
1: he's won nothing. <laughs> he, he's won an <laughs> MVP, but he's number 27 right now. They got Giannis at 27. How do you – I'm I'm blown away. They're really doing that for
0: athletic ability. That's the only reason they put him in. They got they got
1: him above John Stockton, AI, Steve, Isaiah, James, bro. He hasn't done anything.
0: One MVP. One
1: MVP, bro. Is that even? He's a baby to this game. What you said? He's a baby to this. Like he's literally a baby. Why is? Oh my goodness, bro. Like I said, this was this was made to make us debate. But that—that's black. I,
0: I promise you, they only put that because of athletic ability. That's the only reason they put him right there.
1: Jason Kidd, I feel like is another PG that doesn't get enough credit either.
0: Oh yeah, uh, a lot of absolutely people, our age. Yeah, girl, our age are younger. A lot of
1: people forget. don't really. Yeah, know Yeah, they forget Jason about kid. bro. J. Kidd with the Nets, they took the two finals against Kobe them and the Spurs. Come on, bro. You gotta get J.
2: Kidd. I, I remember when I first
0: learned about Jason Kidd because I watched like Mike, and I was like,
1: I gotta look up. <laughs> J.
0: Kidd don't
2: get enough. J. Kidd and Steve Nash was how Chris Paul and Darren Williams were. Yeah, they were neck and
1: neck, one and two. They were battling up. And I remember Darren Williams, bro. A lot of people clown Darren Williams nowadays because they remember Darren Williams with Cleveland and at the back end of the Nets. But Darren Williams was definitely the best PG in the league at one point, yeah. neck and neck with Chris Paul. I will never forget that. Chris Paul was almost winning MVPs, but Darren Williams was right there, bro. Nobody I is, you.
0: Nobody's used
1: yeah, when well, you talk with the J it was him, Boozer, and I want to say it was Mehmet Okur, Karolinko. Team was solid back then, bro. Team was solid. Darren Wins is a clown, but he was definitely a good player. Bro. Definitely, definitely a great player. But transitioning off of that, bro, I want to dive into big threes. D Way had came out earlier this week and said the Heat were the second best big three of all time. I just want to get you, get your big, uh, best three big threes, and then I'll go to black.
0: I say my top big threes of all time. I would have to say Jordan, Scotty, and Rodman are the best three big, big. Are the best big three of all time.
1: I was thinking Horace Grant, but we looked up stats. We're, we're, we, uh, looked up stats. Stop, <laughs> we looked up God.
0: stats. We looked up stats. No, no, no. I agree. No. No. I like, I, I'm
1: agreeing with you because I said Horace Grant at first, but yeah, Rodman is definitely
2: the best. Man, picking me. <laughs> Anybody
0: who's wore goggles can't be in the conversation.
1: I agree. Now, so. <laughs>
0: Jordan, Scotty, and Rodman are my number one big three of all time. My second of all time would be it would be D Wade, Braun, and Bosch.
2: Ooh.
0: And then my third favorite big three of all time. Quincy brought this up earlier. Tim Duncan, Ginobili, and Tony Parker. That would be my third favorite big three. So, of all time. so
1: how, so how are you, how are you ranking them? Are you going by championships? Are you going by talent? What are you ranking them by?
0: I I agree. I agree. This top three off of the fact of I put Jordan, Scotty, and Robin at number one just because of the reign that they took over in the the later half of the '90s. Like mm-hmm. with Jordan coming back to the league and having to refine himself and figure out where he fits in the league again. So that aspect. Uh, Scotty figuring out that hey, I really don't rock with this uh with this organization that well because they tried to replace me with coach and all that. And then Rodman finding a, another home in Chicago now. The way that all of that just gelled together to win those three championships, like all that controversy around each player, I got to put that at number one for the fact that they held all that together and still won the three P that they did. And then number two, with Wade, Bosch, and Braun, it was like we never seen player mobility like how we've seen it with Braun. And that, that first year, that first championship against Dallas, we throw that out the window. At least I do. But the, the I, don't two, th-
1: I don't throw it out the window. The, but
0: it was a character builder. Yeah. So the two championships that they won, it was just spectacular to see that. It was like we never seen players have fun like that on the court and just win the way they were winning. And then the big fundamental last three of Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, they just they showed you that at the end of the day, you got to know your fundamentals. It's all about the regimen the strictness of the coaching with Popovich, and each man doing their job to where we can all gel together. I feel like the big fundamental rounds out the top three.
1: I'll wait to say it, So Black. I want you to go next.
2: Ooh. I'm trying to remember the the third person for my second big three, but – this is gonna be a Ain't little important. bit of a hot take for my <laughs> Huh? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> are you are you about to say what I think you're about to say, he's sir? Say it. He's no, he's say it. no. I know he's gonna... I am not I am not gonna say it, but I will say I do not have D Wade, Braun, and Bosch at in my top three. Okay. That's so nice. for for number one, I I'm gonna ride with uh Jordan, Pippen and Rodman. Just like Edgar said that they speak for themselves. What they've done, what they've accomplished, it, it speaks for themselves. Um, my number two, and this is the third person I'm, I'm drawing a blank on, I'm going Magic, Kareem, and – James Worthy. James Worthy. James Worthy. That's, James Worthy. Mm-hmm. That, that's who – that's how I'm rocking with Showtime. my number two. They were Showtime Lakers. I mean, they were battling with Larry Bird. They were, you know, throughout everything that this team had to go through, both individually and as a team. Uh, to block out all the distractions and come on the court and say, "Hey, this is what we need to get done. This is what we want to accomplish. This is how we're gonna do it." And go out and do it, whether all the shortcomings with, you know, with all everything that they went through. I'm putting them at number two. And the way they, the they carried the NBA have...
1: too, bro. The way they carried the NBA in the in the '80s when the NBA wasn't looking up. You know, what I'm saying it was really on the decline until Bird and Magic. And really, the they won five. Magic them mm-hmm. won five championships in that era, bro. So I, I can see that. I can see that
2: that too. And number three, I'm I'm going with Timmy Manu and Tony Parker because they it plays the right <laughs> way. You know, this is a team that that didn't miss the playoffs. This is a team that goes in and they're fundamental. They do need to be done. They play basketball the right way. They're not in the media, they're real quiet guys. They're you know, they're all from overseas. So they're not homegrown players that grew up, you know, in the neighborhood, shooting on a basketball pole. You know, they, they made it from overseas and playing under Greg Popovich coming in, doing the job that needs to be done, you know, not taking, oh well, you know, I you know, it was me. I know I'm the best player on this team saying, Hey, I did what needed to be done. Manu Manu did what he needed to be done. Tony did what he needed to be done. We all came in, we all judged as a group from you know, three different places and, and got the championship. So that those are my top three. That
0: that's a good point you made about um them being from overseas like they really elevated the look of international players. I know we've always had international players before them, but those championships that they won really made people realize like look, there is true talent overseas if you just look and give them the right coaching, no matter how much English they could really speak. If you could hoop, you could
2: hoop. So
0: that that so coming was coming
2: from overseas you, and yeah. coming from overseas, three three mm-hmm. different countries overseas that's one thing. But to come into the NBA and not miss the playoffs one time is is that's that fact, I don't think you, you can't just overlook that.
1: hmm
2: Yeah, so. so that's why I have them at the Memphis.
1: I definitely thought we were all gonna agree on the heat thing. I didn't think I didn't think I didn't think everybody was gonna have the Spurs in there though. Well,
0: oh, I, I had the Spurs
1: in there. I knew I was gonna have the Spurs. Cause I remember I brought it up before the pod. Were they always in your top? Three big
2: threes? They weren't, but it it took me some time to really think about that answer. And after after some real thought and thinking about how how they were off from overseas and how they didn't miss the playoffs and the team that they played for, that that changed my answer. Damn.
1: Okay. So let me get my – So my number one, I agree, with everybody is Dennis Rodman, MJ, Scotty. My number two is I agree with Black. It's the Lakers just for what they did how they carried the 80s with the uh, with the Celtics I had them at number 2 and number 3 for me is the heat definitely it's heat bias involved it's all going to be heat bias for me man but for how they shook, shook up the culture and two out of four championships is nothing to sniff at i know we thought they were going to do big things but still two out of four man they got it done lebron became his own in that that four years they were together i love that big three so that is that is my top 3 big 3s I want to give an honorable mention to the Golden State Warriors because none of us mentioned them at all.
0: <laughs> so because like I don't Draymond Green don't give me that big
1: three. But K guys. I'm talking about KD. No. I'm talking about so are we no. are we not including that? cause that talent wise, that's probably the best okay. big
0: three. Ta- talent wise, okay. But when you think about big threes, like it's really like a legacy thing. Like I don't see legacy when I see KD next to Stephen Clay. I just see Hey, you. We all know why you came. To, I mean, granted, we all know why Brown went to Miami, but at least he stayed an adequate amount of years, and he didn't go for the same reasons KD went. Mm. And like, I feel the reason behind KD going there to Golden State is what made people give that side eye. If we can't even really count that because you didn't go to win you you want you went just to walk into a ring. You didn't go to still fight for a ring. It was like you knew automatically you was going to get a ring with this yeah. team. Yeah,
1: he messed up the NBA. He knocked it off the kilter anyway.
0: Yeah, like people love to ignore the reason and be like, at the end of the day, people are only going to remember that he went there. They're not going to remember why he went there. Uh, people are definitely going to remember why he went there. So yeah. I feel like that why reason makes me give a side eye to that big three. I can't just count that. Talent-wise, okay. If we're talking just talent, then, yeah, we can count it.
1: Once again – Black surprise, no Larry Bird in there, right? You really, you really, when, I, when I got you on the pod, I thought I was going to get a whole lot of Larry Bird. From you. I really did.
2: Uh, surprisingly, though, I, you know, just how you, uh, Edgar said he gives the side eye to to the Warriors. I'm giving the side eye to the Heat with LeBron because, mm. like, like you said, with the with the two for four, you know, that's great, and nobody's gonna really remember. You know why you went there. You know twenty years down the road, but for somebody that was, you know, that lived in Florida and that got to experience, and that was a huge LeBron fan when he was in Cleveland, and to see you come and team up with somebody who I, who's a Hall of, who's a guaranteed Hall of Famer, who, and then you bring somebody who is the leader of his team out of his team into a team where he goes from the first option to the third option, that gives me. The side eye from you. So normally, mm-hmm. I you know, under different circumstances, I'd probably, yeah, you would be my number four because talent wise, hey, there's not a whole lot of big threes that's going to come in and, you know, wipe that Heat team off. But they also did get wiped off. Mm-hmm. So my number four, of course, I'm going to go with Larry Bird and Bill Russell. Hold on, what, 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 what did you just say? He's big I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm,
0: <laughs> He's created custom, know, I'm big all all <laughs> custom big threes.
2: Like, no, I mean. that, custom y'all big, big threes. Custom big threes. Ignore that, ignore that. If that. that's the case, that. you know I was that. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Shaq Wade and Braun. I'm going to football, Braun, KD. But y'all know what I meant. I know what you meant. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, you know, what I mean. but As a team, I was, I was built, I was drafted, I was brought in together, that you know, that's going at it, and that's also helping change basketball in the '80s when basketball wasn't looking like wasn't looking like the way it's looking now. It's like exactly, you know, you know, you, you It's not like you're competing janitors and doormen. You're competing against Magic. You're competing against all these young players with something to prove that also want to come in and change the game. You're coming in. You're a guy that's going into a three-point contest asking, "Hey, which one of y'all are coming in second? With your jacket still on, so you know and he that, won in the jacket. that kind of thing. <laughs> winning in the jacket. After asking, <laughs> you know how cocky you have to be to come in. Hey, which one of y'all come in a second? And you know I'm not even gonna take my jacket off, because this is slight work. So to come in and do that—that's that, that's you're different. Hey, wh- beast, bro. Which, which
0: was the bigger flex, Jordan in the dunk contest with the waves and the two chains, or Larry Bird winning the three point contest in the jacket? Which was the bigger flex?
2: Winning in the jacket. I
1: would say winning the jacket. Yeah, I would say winning the jacket. I don't know. MJ like, did look saucy in that damn fit. The one, the, he did though. the ones he with the waves saucy. and the two chains. He, yeah, he looked he oh, looked saucy. But I go Bird. I go Bird. That's a flex. I'll go Bird.
0: I'm icy, so I gotta go with the icy. I
1: go I'll Bird. Bro. But it's funny. Hard you on. You like LeBron, bro? I didn't know you liked LeBron back in Cleveland. I thought you were more of a Love him. Cause you don't know oh, you, was, me oh, and you agree that Larry you was, was played on that team. Because we, <laughs> <laughs> we, we agree. Bro,
0: remember we had our, oh, yeah, our sure. computer class with Mister Cider freshman year. Me and Larry had computer class with Mister Cider. We remember when the news broke that um no, it wasn't when the news broke when Braun went there, but we remember talking about the first year they um went to the championship mm-hmm. and they were about to go again to face the Spurs for the second time. He told me how he wasn't really a Bron fan no more when he went to Miami. Because oh. he was like, bro, I used to like Bron, but now nah, he done did this and went to Miami. I can't respect it." <laughs> I was like, He's the best
1: player of the league." That's funny, bro.
0: Yeah. Was I, like, I, like Larry I, Hughes.
2: Yeah, I was – when he was sticking to Cleveland and there was no rumors of him leaving, I was like, you know what? This This is a guy that came from high school. This is a guy that – they're saying, you know, he's gonna go number one, but they're saying he's gonna he's gonna drop off after a year or two. He's not gonna be this great player and he's coming in, you know, taking a starting role, changing the franchise around. I'm like, bro, I don't know if y'all seeing this, but dude's gonna change the game. He's 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 looking like one of those young greats that's gonna come in and change the game. Did I think he was the best player on that team right off the bat? No. Larry Hughes was that dude. Lady Hughes was that. I, like, knew yeah. was <laughs> I knew he was gonna break it up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was, was going nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. gonna break it up. Antoine Jameson was nice. they Where are they now? Where <laughs> <older guys>, are <laughs> they were there, they were there before him. Exactly. exactly. Like, so, Getting buckets. So seeing yeah, so seeing that, I was like, yeah, this dude's looking like a generational player. I can you know I can kind of see it, but then seeing you know, all right, he's gone, he lost, you know, it is what it is, you know, you, you didn't have the team that you wanted to have, but hey, not everybody wins their first time out, there are people that go to the finals once and never win, so you went, more than likely, from what I see, you'll probably make it again, and then to here, and uh, it was nice while it lasted, but y'all, I'm, I'm, y'all, y'all not really here for me, I'm out of here, Seven not years, am I out of here. Seven years? Seven years? Not, no, no good karma, not, not
0: karma, no good connection with the front office or the coaching staff or anything in seven years, and you expect me to just stay, and there's no sign of improvement? Just to be loyal?
2: Delonte
1: West messing with my mom? You expect me to stay through <laughs> all this? You
2: expect me to You still made it to the finals. There's other players that made it through a lot more contradictory off-the-court stuff than you. And you decide, eh. I don't know about that. Uh, getting... uh, <laughs> Delonte West messing with my mom is kind of crazy. Magic Johnson having AIDS and staying with the team? He didn't play no more. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say he, yeah. he definitely didn't, he play, didn't play no more.
0: more. He definitely didn't play no more. Play he more. was definitely gone for a little <laughs> while. And David Stern was like, you. Bro. Michael Jordan
2: <laughs> with a gambling problem. <laughs> Kobe Bryant with a with an allegation charge.
1: Yeah, friend. That's my mother.
2: That's my <laughs> mother. <laughs> You're messing with
1: my mom, guy.
0: And you didn't tell me. You're my
1: teammate. Teammate chemistry is
2: gone. Teammate chemistry is gone. I'm, I'm blame- not
0: winning anything. I,
2: blame I blame my mom. Huh? Mom shouldn't have gave it up. I'm blaming his mom. She knows she'll doing. Yeah, I mean, I can't. <laughs> you with your I'm, I'm, not, I'm not
0: blaming Mrs. James. Yeah. I refuse. <laughs> She's a, she a, she a lady. She got to do her own
1: thing. So I'm, I
0: always got to
2: help. Yeah, exactly. Man, She's a girl. She's a grown woman, bro. She makes her I blame own Delonte
1: West. Back. I blame Devontae
0: West. <laughs> I can I I I uh, deal with my mom. But yeah. no, nah, I can't deal with, with my mom. With
1: my teammates? Delonte West? Out of all of them? No, I can't. What do you mean, out of all of them? None of them would have had a chance. <laughs> 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 like, anybody else <laughs> <the little tag. laughs> Man, so Jonas.
0: But where is
2: he now?
1: Elgauskas? I let it slide. Where
0: are they now? Like you said, where are they now? <laughs>
2: You left the team over oh, Delonte yeah. West. Where is he now?
0: I don't want to talk about it, it's...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro. LeBron probably did this to him. LeBron did
2: this to him. <laughs> LeBron. <That's my> con- <laughs> I've, I've had this conspiracy theory for a couple years. It I just it. it just LeBron clicked. got him. LeBron made him do that so he could go to Miami. Oh my god!
0: Oh man! I'm
2: here. Who's staying in that situation? Here. Of course, he's I'm woke. Here. I'm here. not woke. It's okay. Let's move on. I don't want to dive
1: too deep into this <laughs> conspiracy, but we're here. we're here. We're here. Let's dive into the top five of the position rankings, bro. So we all got it written down. There was a lot of debate going on before before the pod. I got it recorded. So if y'all want to see that, definitely let us know. We'll let that uh, that footage come out. But Black, I want you to go first at four PGs. Who are your top five PGs?
2: Uh, my top five PGs, uh, currently, I have current. Dame at yeah, number yeah,
0: this one. This is all current. This is all
2: current. Uh, I have Dame at number one. Uh, you know, I might get some backlash for that, but uh, I feel like you can't there, – there's a lot you could say about that, but I'm, I'm just rocking with Dame number one. I've seen what he's done. I see how he's continued to progress. I'm rocking with him. And then I'm rocking Steph at number two just because he's Steph. His numbers speak for himself. His game speaks for itself. Uh, I'm rocking with Kemba number three, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie at the four, uh, despite, and one of the reasons I have Steph at two and Kyrie at four is because I need them to be healthier for them to be higher. And that's, mm, that's my whole thing. Point. It's not, it's not how great your game is. It's how long can you do it? Can you do it for majority of a season, a long time throughout the season? at a consistently high level without getting injured and you know ruining your team chemistry and ruining the the flow of the team. And for that now it is. <laughs> and for that Don't reason, I'm not. I'm not oh, saying for, for that reason only, even though it's his second year and I'm biased, I have Trey Young. Trey Young at five. I won't, I won't argue with that. I won't
0: argue with that. My top five PGs currently Steph Curry number one. Russell Westbrook number two. Pause it.
1: Pause it right there. I have a problem. <laughs> Why is, I, I have a problem? See, see, his was nice. I like him, but with Russell at two, that's a, that's
0: a there. Average in the trip dub. Only person other than Oscar Robinson to do so, and did it for multiple.
1: We talking years. about currently? Yeah, I, I'm talking currently. You talking so like, like, currently?
0: Yes. Uh, when you say currently, uh, I'm thinking within the, the last three to four years. Currently, all right, yeah, okay, yeah. all right then. So step one. Russ two, Dame number three, Kyrie number four, Kemba number five. That's my top five PG's currently.
2: Russ at the two. But I, I want to dive
1: into mine first while digging the eggers. Let me dive into mine. <laughs> I, agree, I, I agree with Black. I got Dame number one for his progression and all that. And he stays healthier than Steph. Black made a good point on that. Got Steph at two. Kemba at three. I got Russ at four. I'm not going to hold you for that, but I got rush at four, and I got Kyrie at five. And I know a lot of people are probably trying to listen to this podcast like, whoa, where's Luca at right now? We got Luca. No one's asking that. They we probably are, though, bro.
2: Luca was a PG. Luca was now. a PG.
1: I would have Luca three. But we all oh, know he's a two. No, a lot of people don't know that, bro.
2: Not everybody knows that.
1: I have him at the one. That's crazy. They have Luca at the one right now, bro. I looking at his
0: frame, he doesn't even look like a one. And also,
2: people could be asking why. Brock? Neither does Ben Simmons it's three. What you said? Neither does Ben Simmons. He doesn't look like a point guard, but people have him there.
1: We got Ben Simmons sliding as a three right we're now. We're going off true position. Yeah, we're size. going off true position size. True exactly. position
0: size. That's what we're going off. of
1: So we got Doncic slated at the two guard right now, not at the one. So that, if y'all don't, you don't have to ask those questions. Uh. So yeah, yeah. The Russ at two though. That's 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 my biggest problem of everybody's.
0: He's the bad, bad boy to the league right now. People just don't like him. Y'all don't like to give him his uh, just He's the bad boy. He's in
2: his prime shooting inefficiently.
0: The bad boy to the league, like I said.
2: He gets a lot of hate because of Cowherd. I
1: ain't going to lie. Cow yeah, herd. that's what I'm saying. A lot of white people do not like this man because of Colin Cowherd, and I'm going I'm to stick to it. That's the same thing with Cam, too. A lot of people don't yeah, like Cam people because people of
0: Cowherd. Like exactly,
1: bro. I ain't going to lie. Cowherd, yeah. oh. white folks mind. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Coward talk about somebody else. Coward
0: talk about somebody else too. Um, not Baker Mayfield, but uh, it's somebody else that Coward always talks oh, about. Nah, he don't really rip Odell like that. I, don't remember that. I can't remember the other person that he talks about a lot. But they they even posted him on his IG like a couple days ago. He was like uh false false news or something like that. He was yeah. talking. About it is it, crazy. I love Damn. Coward, but he be reaching.
1: A lot of help. Cal- that's too much control over these white folks' minds, man. I need it needs to be said. Too much control. All right. <laughs> too much control. Diving <laughs> to the shooting guards. Edgar, I'm gonna let you get off. Get this one off first.
0: All right. I'm gonna start with the shooting guards on this one. I got Harden that I don't like this because I. Yeah, because you know the
1: truth. Y'all yeah, know how
0: I am when it you comes to Harden. Truth. But uh, Harden at number one. Lay Thompson at number two. Mm. Bradley Beal number three. Jimmy Butler, number two, and Luca rounded it out in number five for the shooting guard position. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Wait, who'd you say was number four?
0: Harden, Clay, Bradley Bill, Jimmy Butler, and Luca.
2: Ooh. No PG.
0: Nah. No PG? I count PG as a three. Oh, you count PG as a three? Yeah, he not. I ain't got
1: him (laughs) in (laughs) there. No PG! I'm hot! I got to walk off. I got to walk off, bro. I got to walk off, bro. I gotta walk off. Let me I,
2: tell you that. I have him at three, but he's this not man, in my top. Bro, dog.
1: he slated. He slated. Look, Black got to walk off because it is blasphemy that you're spewing here. This man said Middleton over PG. We're not even there yet. We're
0: Let's not. Let's no, no, We're no, not, no. not there yet. No. We're not there yet. Did you?
1: you oh, my. God. You go God. Black, you got to do it
0: regardless.
1: All right, number one. To process what you just said. <laughs> to, I know you have to
2: process it. It's crazy. You have to process Oh my God. It. You're going a lot of black. Number one. Who you got? Uh, even though I both like and dislike his game, I have James Harden at the one. I have Luca at the two. I have Bradley Bill at the three. Mm-hmm. Paul George at the four. And Devin Booker at the five. Ooh, no clay, huh? No clay? Um can't do a lot
0: with
2: the rock. I, yeah. He's not a primary ball handler. From what I've seen, I just see him as a great defender and more of a catch-and-shoot kind of shot creator type of guy.
1: That's that's a good argument for Booker over Klay uh, Thompson. I'll give him that because he's a way better shot creator and off-the-dribble player. So I, that's a good argument for him. So for, I got Harden. I got Bill at two. Bill doesn't get enough credit. Gets 30 points per game, man. I feel like he gets slighted in a lot of ways. Doncic at three. Clay at four, and I got PG at five. Jimmy Butler would be my six, and that was tough not having Jimmy be in there for me, especially being a Heat fan. But I just can't, I can't put him over any of these guys. I got
2: any team,
0: any five. team Butler go to, they just they elevate. Like I can't overlook that. I can't agree. I can agree. Any team Jimmy Butler, sure. they elevate. I promise. And whenever he leaves, they they escalate. Um, yeah. Not escalate, but uh, deescalate.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. So, black man, we are point guard shooting guards. Any problems on our list, man? You got any beefs? Uh,
2: besides Russ being the number two point guard, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but I'm, other than that,
0: production.
2: I respect it. I respect it. Okay,
1: and uh, I remember you brought up a Levine and Oladipo. Where do you see them in the top ten for shooting guards? I know you wanted to bring them up.
2: Uh, for me personally, I have Levine at nine or ten. And I have Ola Depot at uh eight or nine. Mm. So right
1: next to each other. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: That was a that
1: was a nice honorable mention that you threw in. So you ha- you have Oladipo over Levine. Okay.
2: When healthy, yes. When healthy. Okay.
1: Who did we who did we say earlier? It was somebody at Ola Depot. Who did we say? It was a comparison we made earlier before
2: the, the or, For the one
1: or for the two? It's for the two. We had said Oladipo was somebody else.
0: Mm. I thought we already said Devin Booker. So. Was it Booker
2: in Depot? No it was, oh, was it Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, ah, oh, Donovan Mitchell the yeah, Depot. Yeah. yeah, that's what
1: it was. And Donovan Mitchell, would you have Donovan Mitchell above Depot?
2: Right now, yes.
1: Okay, I, I would too. I would agree. I would agree with your list. I would agree with your list. So I have no problem except for Edgar and no, <laughs> and like I said, no PG. We gonna dive into it. So small forwards. I'm gonna go first on the small forwards. So like I said, we're going by position height. So I got Braun at one, Kawhi is at two, KD is three, and I got Ingram at four, and I got Ben Simmons, a lot of, <laughs> when I said that before, a lot of controversy, I don't know why, especially with uh, somebody with a name starting with E, getting Middleton in the top five, a lot of controversy on the pod, but yeah, that's my, that's my five, Braun, Kawhi, KD, Ingram, Simmons. here you go. I'm really waiting for you.
0: Are you done?
1: (laughs) It was a lot of controversy before the pod.
0: First off, you're being disrespectful because first off, mine is Braun, KD, Kawhi, Brandon Ingram. Has KD
1: won a championship by himself?
0: No, but talent-wise, I don't see how Kawhi is put over him. KD, I love LeBron, but KD is the most unguardable player in the NBA.
1: He's the most unguardable player ever. But, but does he have the defense? Prowess yes. of a Kawhi lady. Yes. No, 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 no not, of a, not of a Kawhi, but we're not gonna act like KD don't you know, have a seven foot wingspan and, and almost impossible. But score. but has he won a championship? I agree. He hasn't won anything. He won himself. a championship and he has better defense. Those are my two arguments for okay. Kawhi over KD. But the unstoppable offensive factor
0: and even the average defensive factor, I, I feel like it, it puts him over Kawhi. Black,
1: black will break the tie, but
0: go on. I'm just saying, Bron, Katie, Kawhi, Brandon Ingram, and Chris Middleton to round it out at number five for the small forward position. Y'all gonna stop disrespecting Chris Middleton? Real disgusted. Real disgusted. This disgusting. man really—he he
1: really sat here and thought about it. He was like, uh, "Middleton might go in there." Real real, real, real disgusted
2: by five. Real disgusted.
0: What would y'all just be doing? With <laughs>
2: Middleton right real disgusted. I was
0: thinking about throwing Buddy Hill
1: in there, but I was—it was a lot of toss-ups. <laughs> What would the Bucs record be without
2: Chris Wilson? The same. Okay, Black, go (laughs) ahead. Find somebody else to fill a gap. Yeah, anybody, man.
1: Get Buddy Hill on that team, the same
2: thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Black, give us your five, man. I'm going Bron at one. Kawhi at two. KD at three. Brandon Ingram at four, and strictly because I don't want to put him at five, I'm gonna to go Tobias Harris. That's solid. Very slept on. That's hold. solid. That's
1: solid. I have no
2: problem
0: with Tobias Harris. Not at all. It's solid. Not at all. I have no problem with It's solid.
1: I have no problem with it. no that.
0: It. It's solid.
1: I no it. it's
0: solid. I'll, I'll take that. He was,
1: he was bored. He was bored of my offer.
0: I get it. He was bored of offer. I understand. This is the disrespect. <laughs>
1: Damn. He averages. <laughs> is he there for real? I don't know. He gets, he gets forgotten a lot. I don't know. Is he really there? I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Man. All
2: right, man. The plus minus is the same with or without him.
1: And that's what I'm saying. The record is the same. Put another Wesley Matthews right there. Some guy like that. He can hit the shots. Put Dante Divincenzo in the lineup. The same thing.
2: All right. Yeah, exactly. You'd be all right.
1: I'm out there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, whole lot of this. Whole lot of this in there, man. All right, Black, give us that. Black, give us your top five for power forwards,
2: man. Uh, power forwards. I have Giannis at the one, AD at the two, Siakam at the three. Uh, I put Tatum at the four because you know I don't know if he was small for a power forward, so I put him at yep. the four. And even though I don't want to, I'm putting Zion at the five.
1: Ah, no Collins, no Collins. I know that was
2: a debate for you. No Collins. Collins. Uh, I'm putting Collins, Collins is my honorable mention, but I'm I'm putting Zion at the top. Can you make the case
1: for Collins? And what do you see from him? And what can you see in the future?
2: Uh, I can make the case uh, just because of uh, health reasons, the numbers that he's put up, his constant progression. He's gotten better from season to season, you know, playing with different point guards, playing with different coaches, um, things of that nature. Uh, he was a very slept on, you know, 16 pick, constantly improving your numbers, your rebounding, your scoring, your shooting, your defense from year to year. So that that's the case that I would make compared to a Zion that's been ha- hurt for half his rookie year, and, you know, I, I haven't seen enough to be able to just throw you in to one of the best, but, you know, you can't deny what Zion is, so.
1: Exactly. That's why I and that's fight. the thing. I think Black made a good point with that because availability is definitely the best ability, and that's right. something that you would want. But him and Collins had the same issues; they both really can't stay on the floor like that. So that's why it was a, a tug for me. And I think Zion is just so much more dominant in the game of what I've seen so far. It's a small sample size, I know, but what I've seen, he just so much, so yeah, so more dominant, way more dominant. So I would go with Zion at five. I'd so much that. more rare. rare, rare, and he's the face. Rare. He's the next yeah. fan the league after Bron. It's Zion. We, me, and uh, Edgar, had this conversation the other day, and it's like I don't see anybody else. I don't Honestly. think Giannis. I don't think it's Giannis. I think it's Zion next up. So, how do you feel about the new face of the league after Bron? Uh, I
2: need it's gonna. Eh. I need to see Braun out of the league to to see that. Because mm, that's I kind of a hard bar- thing for me to picture.
0: I say barring injury, if there's no more injury concern with Zion, then it'll be Zion. But if injuries continue uh, until Braun retires, if injuries continue to be a theme with Zion, he, I don't see him turning into the face. But as long as no more injuries come, Zion will be the face of the league.
1: This is something I want to say. Because Steph had a lot of injury issues at the beginning of his career, and on the back end he became more healthy in a way. I think Zion will be like that. I think his first couple of years are going to be injury-filled. But the, the, like, when we get more into his career, he's going to become more healthy. He's not going to jump as much. He's going to learn how to shoot the little mid-ranges. He's going to develop other parts of his game besides being so athletic every, every point and every aspect, being so athletic-based. I think he will get a little jump shot. We already see the three-point shot is solid. I think that will develop over time as well. So let me give you my top five. I got AD at one because I have AD in my top five overall in the NBA. I have AD in my top five overall. Oh, I just like AD's game way, way more. I know Giannis can play PG, and now I think that's why a lot of people will put him at number one above AD. But AD, I don't know. it's something about the game. He can shoot. That's really what I say. Yeah. He can shoot, and he's much more fluid compared to a Giannis. So that's why I will put AD at one. And the defensive, defensive games for both of them are similar to me. You got Giannis at two. Siakam at three. Somebody who is definitely needs more recognition in the league. Got Tatum. Tatum is coming up soon, man. And I think we all can agree, sure. we all had this conversation before, that Tatum is definitely next up. I and mean, that's somebody who was a candidate for the, a face of the league candidate. Man, So, yeah, Tatum is next up. And I got Zion at five. I agree with Black So
0: So my, my list was damn near the same as Black until number five. For the power forward position, I got Giannis at one, AD at two, Siakam at three, Tatum at four, and Porzingis at five. Porzingo? I, I don't know, bro. I don't
2: know. I, don't I a unicorn, I like huh?
0: I like Zion. I like what I'm seeing from him. Young, athletic, rare. But what we've seen from Porzingis the past couple of years, the unicorn just being the under – I feel like he's underrated in certain aspects on how he can not carry a team but fill in a void. For a missing piece for a team. When Luca was out for that certain amount of time. Oh yeah, his game they, went up. Yeah, his game went up and they never lost pace. And then when Luca came back, he didn't lose pace in his individual game either. He was like, Okay, y'all don't need me to drop thirty every other night anymore. Cool, I can go back to my fifteen and ten or however you need me to score. So That's I feel point. like his his able his ability to flex and adapt to whatever position or leadership role you need. That's why I put him
1: in the top five. The now, top that's four. a good point, bro. Because when Luca was out this season, uh, Porzingis was getting off 35 38 because he went back in his Knicks bag and said, okay, I get to do whatever I want at this point. Right. And we, and I think he's. It, do you see Porzingis as a winning player,
0: though? I see him as a winning player, but not the leading winning player on a team.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's my take on that. And, Black, how do you feel about a Porzingis?
2: I feel like he has a winning mindset, but I do not feel that he is a winning player. It's something about his game. If that makes sense,
1: that's why I said like something about his game. It's something about his game that I I can't see winning.
0: I don't see him being the number one winning player on the team. Like, can he be part of a big three winning player? Definitely, Mm -hmm. but the number one winning player on the team? No,
1: I agree. I don't see him. Mm
2: -hmm. He's a very good number two option.
1: Yeah. Very, very good. Very exactly. good number two option. Yeah. Like he was an all-star at one point already in his career. So yeah. Yeah. And Everett, I'm gonna let you start off with the centers. We'll wrap it up.
0: All right. Top five centers for me currently in the league right now. Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Quincy gonna hate this, but Rudy Gobert, Bam, and Carl Anthony. My
1: man Black already walked out. Cause he already <laughs> the man that brought Rona yeah. to the
2: league
0: is top
1: five. Uh, <laughs> he shut
2: down the league. Literally, they
1: brought Rona to the league.
0: For, uh, he shut down the league. We weren't expecting
2: defensive it. player of the year. He <laughs> shut down the whole league. Literally, <laughs> bro. Shut down the
0: whole We weren't expecting this. We weren't expecting this at all.
1: Oh, man. I ain't going to lie. I do got Gobert in my top five. I didn't want to put him in there. It was a, it was a middle. <laughs> ten type of thing for me, too. But I ended up throwing him in that five. I got Embiid, Jokic, Towns, Bam. I should have put Bam in front of Towns. I think Bam is actually a winning player. I
0: got Towns at number five because Towns just don't show enough heart for me. Yeah. Like, he just – he don't show enough heart. So, flip
1: that for me. Flip that for me. I'll say Embiid, Jokic, and Bam. So, I throw Bam at three. Then Towns, then Gobert. Towns Towns is defensive. You know what I'm saying? Potential. Has to. I feel like with
0: with D-Lo there, I feel like his game going to elevate. Now that he got, quote, unquote, like his best friend playing with him now, I feel like his game going to elevate. But I got to see him play with more heart before I rank him higher.
2: Mm, That's true.
1: So, Black, what is your top five centers? I know you got a surprise one in there.
2: Oh, most definitely. So I I thought you were going to say more than one. I was going to say, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I just just have a big one. So, I have Embiid at the one. I have Jokic at the two. I have Bam at the three. I have Aiden at the four. No, no, yeah. no take that back, take that back. I have I have Gobert at the four. And I have Aiden at the five. All right. I do not have Cat in my top five. Like you said, I don't see the heart that he plays with. I don't I don't see the aggression. Um and the reason that I put Aiden above him is because from what I've seen from Aiden, I mean got to give it to him, dude, was the number one overall pick over Luka and Trey for a reason. So, you know, they chose him for a reason. And from his rookie year, uh, you know, his first, like the first half of the season, he was putting up like 12 points. And it wasn't until he went down, sat down with the team, sat down with the coach and GM and said, hey, give me the ball that you start seeing a man go for 25, 12, 30, and 11 and stepping up on the defensive end and, and, you know, providing help for a team that needs somebody else to score other than just Devin Booker and so that's why I put Aiden over Cat because I just see him play with more heart he wants the ball he wants to win he's proven yeah something to prove that hey I know Luca was in my class I know we had Trey Young I know we had you know all these other players but I'm right up there with Mm him so that's why I I have Aiden number five over Cat I can agree with that bro
1: and the, and the first thing I think about when it comes to Towns is that picture, it was him and Boogie. And Boogie yeah. just sitting there like, man, you wheezing out, boy. He'll like, yeah. <laughs>
2: first thing I think about
1: when I think of Towns, bro. That's why it was hard to put him in my top. Five, that's the first thought when I think of Towns is what that, that picture. bro. But I agree with you with A- Let's stay on the Suns for one, one quick minute before we leave. What, what, do you, what do we see the upside of the Suns right now? You got Uber, You got Rubio. You got Booker. Oh, um,
0: what's his name? Uh oh you you said him Uber, Kelly Uber. I love Kelly Uber.
1: Ty Jerome, you got the piece, you got solid pieces. Mikael Bridges. So you got the pieces now. I know you you're you're, uh, you're a Suns fan, Black. Like, I like Devin Booker. So what is the upside for the Suns in the future? Do we see winning playoffs coming from them? Uh um,
2: so real quick, I am a Devin Booker fan. Which is oh, a Sons <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Hey, You had sunscreen. to get that right. You had to get that right. <laughs> I, I got to clarify that. But.
0: I was in Arizona. <laughs> that <don't
2: mean> that. <laughs> I was in Arizona, but I wasn't a Sons fan. They have a couple of good pieces. They have some young pieces. Uh, you know, you, you got a veteran point guard in Rubio. You got Booker. You got Aiden. You got Ubre. You got a couple of good rookies. You got a defensive dog and Javon Carter. Uh, I still think you need one more piece at that four spot before you can get over that hump. Yeah. Because, you know, with Ubre, Ubre can, you know, he's one of those guys that can kind of do it all. You know, you got Devin Booker who's an all-star. You got Aiden who's up and coming. You got a leading point guard who can pass it and, you know, make everybody around him better. But when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, uh, Who's going to guard the Giannis, the AD, mm. the Siakams, the Tatums of the league? Because if you put you do put Aiden on those type of guys, then yeah, you, yeah. you got the Vs, the Cats, the Jokic's mm-hmm. that are going to kill them. You put Uber on them, then you have the LeBrons. You have the KDs that are just going to come in and tear it up. So, you know, you got to have that extra spot to get over that, oh, we're 9-10 seed to put you in that, all right, we're 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 actually a decent playoff contender so mm-hmm. I just think they're missing one more big piece before they get over that over that. Okay
1: home. Edgar and how do you feel about the Suns?
0: I low-key agree with that right now I feel like the biggest the biggest threat of keeping the Suns out of the playoffs I feel is Memphis because I just love the, the energy that Jaws has brought to that city so I feel like it could low-key start to be a Grizzlies and Phoenix Suns type rivalry in the near future With fighting over that bottom of the six, seven, eight seed spot for playoff contention. So I feel like that'll be a team that'll constantly be, as far as age and everything, I feel like that'll be a team that's going to constantly be in competition with Phoenix. But like Larry was saying, other than that one spot that they're missing the field, I don't see any problem with um, Phoenix's future when it comes to making the playoffs. I could definitely see them as a six, seven, or eight seed when it comes to making.
1: I have posted this on Twitter. I said, next season, not this season, next season, the Phoenix Sun will make the playoffs. They will be a seventh seed. They oh, just definitely. need everybody healthy. Mm-hmm. If Aiden was on the floor this whole season, they're in the playoffs right now. Him missing 25 games due to suspension really got them off to a bad start. Because you remember that first game, they had blew out some good team. Right. I forgot what that was. But then the game after, Aiden got suspended, and the team wasn't the same no more. They got all the pieces. And I definitely agree with Black, just like Egger did, man. They need a four position. They, they tried Sarich. Sarich really isn't it. And I think – I forgot the backup. They tried Mikael Bridges at the four. That's not really it. So they need a four position that can really be solidified. Because like he said, who's going to guard the Giannis' the bronze? is like – Ubre is a nice defender, but he's not going to slow anybody down like the elite caliber. So they need somebody to really step in and be that defender and that glue guy in a way. So they definitely need that in the future. So, before we get out of here, any bold predictions? Do you see the NBA coming back, Black? Any
2: bold predictions other than that? Uh, I see the NBA coming back and giving, you know, not nobody's going to finish the, re- the rest of the season. I see a, a playoff bracket happening to where, you know, everybody has to, like, play in and them experiment mm, maybe maybe like a – Something, something crazy, something over the top. Um, but from what I see, my, my bold prediction, I see the Grizzlies and Hawks, if there's a – Grizzlies, Hawks, and Suns, if there's a chance where everybody plays a top seed, or one-versus-30 type of thing to try to make their way in, I see these teams that are on the edge, maybe knocking off one of these playoff-continuing teams that feel like we already have proved something we don't have anything else to prove that's a good point.
1: So, that was something that was brought up. That's a possibility that it could be a 1-30 one, uh, to 30 type of format that's going on in the future. We still have to wait and see. A couple of teams have also opened up the, their facilities once again. Uh, they've been postponing it for a long time. So do you have any predictions? My bold
0: prediction would be for the NBA or just in Anything. general right now. Anything. My bold prediction not going to be NBA. My bold prediction right now is that the NFL has two options. They're either going to one – not have a preseason or two, have a preseason with no fans. That's gonna be my bold
1: prediction. This preseason I think they're gonna have a preseason. They need a preseason. I don't think you can just jump right
0: into the season. They've already been talking about cutting the preseason games from four to two oh, anyway. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So with
0: everything going on right now, why not just skip the preseason and go straight into week one and just continue to have training camps and practices to help you prepare?
1: I think you need at least two. That's what season. I think you need at least two.
0: I look agree. I low key agree to some extent, but I'm just saying with circumstances yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we need four preseason games, but two. I don't think we need no more
1: than two. No more than two. Yeah. Shit, I don't know. ain't got no bold predictions like that, man. I agree with Black. I think the NBA is coming back real soon. I think June, late June, we could see a return. Right now, the facilities, people are starting to get back into those. People got to get a rhythm again, but we should see the playoff format like Black was talking about in the future, man. So I definitely agree with that. Okay. But that is it for the Q&E podcast. Uh, Edgar, hit him with the social media. You can
0: follow us on Twitter at Podcast one You can follow us on Instagram at Q underscore and underscore E underscore podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page at Q&E sign Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube page and click that notification bell and hit the all button. We are now a part of Blue Collar Media Group. So please be sure to check out their Twitter and their website and look at all the different podcast platforms and soon uh, articles that we will be writing on there as well. And uh, I think I'm forgetting one thing. Uh what else am I forgetting? Uh,
1: like comments. Oh, the
0: email. The, the email. email. Uh, q a-n-d-e-podcast at gmail.com for any inquiries, questions, comments, or concerns or if you ever want to collaborate with us, that's our email where you can hit us up at.
2: Black,
1: what's your information? Where can they find you at?
2: Hey man, y'all can follow me on Twitter at wavy and lit. Everything's spelled correctly. You can follow me on Instagram at Official Larry Williams. Um uh, if you need to email me for whatever reason, any questions, any concerns, any hot takes, anything like that, you can email me at In official Larry Williams at yahoo.com. You know, I respond to everybody you know what I'm saying love open conversations love debate. so you know just hit me up
1: yeah man we gotta get
2: Black more on
1: the podcast man I love having my man on so we definitely gonna get him on more in the future
2: we get my friend
0: DQ quiz on here soon too D-Q be having a lot of tapes that I feel like y'all wanna hear some of
2: them
1: but he have a lot of tapes Real real. a lot
2: of tapes real <laughs> real <wild. laughs>
1: real 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 he literally have his own bro all right. uh Also, like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube. I see it, a lot of hate on the YouTube, a lot of dislikes, bro. Stop hating, bro. Like, comment, and subscribe. It don't be that
0: many. He's yeah. just taking each one very personal. Right?
1: <laughs> Real so, bro. Real the, deal. The three bro.
0: dislikes. He be like, no, nah. It I was like shit, seven, right? bro. <laughs> the,
1: it was like seven. We had two thousand views, and for some reason, we got seven dislikes, bro. <laughs> Who is disliking our page, bro? <laughs> Yo,
0: it's the fact that. <laughs> <laughs> the fact it's a single digit number that
1: got him so high <laughs> it's personal bro because bro i can see the uh retention rate and a lot of people not even watching the vid but they just dislike it as soon as they click on it <laughs> but that's what that's all i'm, that's why I'm at, bro. because i know it's the trolls out here that's getting us bro bro y'all get on my channel get on my channel dog also uh like and subscribe to our Podcast platforms.
2: Oh, yeah, Damn. podcast, podcast platforms. platforms.
1: We got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We Everywhere where you listen to podcasts, you so definitely check us out. Follow Larry. Follow us, Q underscore hicks 3 on Twitter. Edgar Martin, Martin 97 on Twitter. Yep. Edgar Martin Official on IG. And we are out. We appreciate y'all listening. This was a good podcast. Yes. This is Hugh Douglas from 9290
0: Games. And you listen to MTMV Sports.